Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for new hands-free sketches slip-ins footwear. Imagine playing football against no defense or goalkeeper. How easy would that be? That's what it's like putting on my new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. There's nothing stopping my foot from just going in. I just step in and I'm done, with no bending down to touch my shoes. So how do Skechers slip-ins work? It's like they have an invisible built-in shoehorn, so my foot slides into place. Then the heel pillow technology keeps my foot comfy and secure. Find Skechers slip-ins at a Skechers store or skechers.co.uk. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Skechers. Welcome to the Long Run Lifeline podcast brought to you by 40 Runs um, and sponsored by our good friends at Sketches. Everyone can head over to sketches.co.uk to find the latest trainers and gear. Um, and tonight I'm joined by Hayden, Ben and Toby's back. Um, and we're going to be talking about like the rising costs of running and how expensive it is or isn't, depending on everyone's opinion. Um, before that, obviously, you can head over to Start Fitness uh, using the code 40RUNS for 10% off. Um, I think that's all of it. And obviously, please go and leave us a review on uh, all of your um, podcast providers. So Spotify, Apple and all of that stuff as well. That's getting in there for Wilco before he tells me off. Um, and any emails, you can contact us at uh, the long longrunshow at gmail.com. Oh, God, I got that right as well. I haven't been on for a while, so that's good. Um, please do leave us your comments. If Are we on Facebook, Toe, before I say this? I don't think we are. No, I think we're on one channel, Facebook. I just pressed a button. I don't know what's happening. All no. Right. See, Chris, is what he's done is that he's, he's not on. He's just sort of set it up and run away and hasn't reached it, enabled it. Sabotage. Yeah. Um, well, look, we're on YouTube, so please do leave us your comments. Let us know where you are. I can always, already see someone's here from Atlanta. Wow. Mad. What? what time is it in Atlanta, Carl? Let us know. Um, how are we all? Hayden, you all right? Yeah, not too bad, you? Yeah, I'm all right. I haven't been here for ages, I feel like. This is like... I know, it seems weird looking up at the screen and seeing you and obviously Toby. I know. It's like the band's back together. <laughs> We're missing one noisy member. He can stay away for now. Um, although, actually, we should tell everyone, he's going to Cheltenham Park Run tomorrow. So if anyone is in that area... Where is that? Midlands-ish? No, it's on the, yeah, I suppose it's sort of Cotswoldish, isn't it? Going out towards Wales that way. Right. Well, basically, if you're in Cheltenham, he's going to be at Park Run. So head over there and um, give him some love. You can give him a hug. He's giving him out for free tomorrow morning. Um, <laughs> he hasn't got Ben with him to fight the people off. So, um, Ben, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. It's uh, Friday. Happy days. Been a been a long week. I'm uh, just calling down. I did five miles before this because... Uh, yeah, substituted in last minute. So 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Natalie. Yeah, you are like the supply teacher. So we were meant to have Marissa on tonight. Um, she was gonna dial in all the way from Amsterdam. She yeah, Amsterdam, isn't it? Um, but bad bad <laughs> bad Wi-Fi and connection. So um, so we are very fortunate to have Ben here with us instead. So thank you, Ben, for joining us. Toby, you're alive. Um, so I was just putting a post on the Facebook group to say that you can find us on YouTube. So I was actually doing something productive once. I am alive. I was I was on a couple of weeks ago actually. Um, I can't remember what we spoke about then, but but I am alive and I have been running. You're back from injury. Yeah, the back is now good. The I've been signed off by the osteo. That's good. So I think we're in a good place. So uh, so I got half on Sunday. So that might be the the telling time. Either I'll be running again next week, or I just won't be running ever. That's going to be the end of it. Are you going to run with Hayden for two hours? <laughs> yeah. Well, he actually seemed quite delighted when I just told him that. I was, I was a little bit surprised. I'm looking for the company. So for those of you who don't know, on Sunday, we've got the Hampton Court half and I'm pacing there tomorrow. And I've just been told that Toby's going to come down and run alongside me. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be good. You can't blame me, though, if you're too fast or slow, right? <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> sure. I wouldn't be excited for Toby to run alongside you. If he's anything like he is when he was cycling last week with me, he just shouts hills as soon as you're coming towards a hill. It's like, that's not useful. So he'll probably shout puddle or whatever else that's going to be really, really all of the like the hundred people that you've got hovered around you trying to get their sub two <laughs> <laughs> toby shouting random things at them although there's a good email that came out today 100 days till right 100 it's true yeah i saw that so yeah some saw people that. have been out cycling and practicing so is everyone here doing right 100 yeah yeah wow have you been out on a bike who's been out on a bike nope yep i have oh. Oh. did mine count i Kind of cycled three miles, went and stood in Halfords for two, and then cycled back. So I thought you were cycling away from Halfords because you still had the security tag on your helmet. No, I didn't buy it in Halfords for anyone who's thinking of calling the police. I, bought... <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely, I got it out of the pack. I won't say where I bought it, but I bought it probably November, and then the security tag was on it, and I'd already booked to go with Trace on on a bike ride. So I phoned the shop and went, "You've left the security tag on it." They went, "You're going to have to come back." I was like. I mean, obviously, I didn't think you were going to do it over the phone. <laughs> yeah. I don't really like, I'm not going to say I'm a fan of biking. I much prefer running. Here it come. How are you finding it, Sabrina? Um, all right. I think I had very low expectations, if I'm honest. So, and I think I'm being, I'm trying to be kind to myself, which I'm not often with running. And so... I'm not a professional and I know that it's going to take me time. I think for anyone else that's mad enough to be doing this 100-mile bike ride, that's not 100 miles, it's 103 miles, just to be yeah. clear to everyone. Different route as well, is she? Is Holden, is the route worse? Well, they've changed it slightly. I haven't seen the updated route, but there's a in I think it's in Woodford, there's a bridge closed, so they're having to divert around it. So hopefully it'll be 105 or 110. Hopefully? What, you, Why? What's wrong with you? What? Well, you're out. What's, what's the difference? A lot. I'd be fine. But um, but yeah, I think it, I think cycling is about confidence. Once you can get confidence on the bike, I haven't mastered signals yet. So poor time Simon and Toby have to like stop at every junction and shout when to go. But um, yeah. I don't do signals either. I'm just like you're going to have to guess if I'm turning left or right. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's going to know on the day at Ride 100. Surely no one's doing signals at Ride 100. That can't be a thing. You just follow the bike in front, don't you? There's, there's a lot of signals. You've got to start pointing out all the potholes and everything. Oh. And you've got to signal if you're moving out. There's a lot of people. Out. It's a congested course. We're not going to be moving out, though. It's fine. We're going to be back of the pack. You No, you will be moving out. 100%. And when you pull over. You, well, you're not all stunned into silence. Yeah, because we're just like, this is becoming more and more complicated than it ever It's why, it's why we run, right? Yeah, do you know what? That's what it is. I think it's totally out of, well, for me, definitely out of my comfort zone. So we can sit in all night and talk about running and can come up with ideas, theories, and tell stories. It gets to bike riding and you sort of like a little bit into your shell and a bit quiet and definitely the confidence isn't there. Maybe it is for Toby. Actually, Toby's been a bit more vocal tonight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's probably why it is. It works out. I don't yeah, mind no, Definitely out of my comfort zone. Yeah, it is. But we're all going to do it. We're going to get there and we're going we're gonna to get through those 103 miles. So. And then swim. We'll get to that. 
I might just go quiet now. <laughs> so I thought I'd say that. <laughs> um, right, we should probably get back to running. There was, um, before we get into the topic, actually, there was some big news this week, obviously, Sunday night. Um, really tragically, obviously, world record marathon holder Kelvin Kipton um, died, which was just, I remember I was sat on the sofa and I was a bit like, you know, when the Sky News thing comes on your phone and you're like, what's this breaking news at nearly 11 o'clock at night? Um, but really, really, obviously, awful news because I think people were expecting such big things from um this year in particular with Paris and, and everything else so um yeah I just wanted to touch on that because I think I mean was everyone else's surprise I mean I was just like a bit blank I was actually I was more surprised about and this this isn't being disrespectful at all I was more surprised the fact he was only 24 yeah I couldn't believe they announced he was 24 I, I, I just couldn't believe it I thought I thought minimum he's in his late 30s but no he's yeah, it was really sad. I was actually at the airport coming back from um, Florida, and it was, it was about five o'clock in the evening. My phone went. I'd, someone has posted about it, but it's from like some dodgy site. So everyone was like, "I'm not sure if this is right or not." And when you looked into, it, I was about five or ten minutes. Then BBC and Sky started bringing it up. But I was looking at different facts about him. I didn't realise he's only ever run three marathons in his life. I know. The yeah. first one, he won Valencia. Yeah, um, course record. Then he beat the course record at London, won London. Then obviously beat the world record, of course record again, obviously at Chicago. It was just like the, the career he had ahead of him, and obviously everyone wanted to see him and Kipchoge have that showdown. It, it would have just been unbelievable. It's so sad and such a waste of life and so tragic. But it's one of the stories that happened again. I think it it really does, and I know we talk about this and we do say it, but like life is really short. We are not guaranteed tomorrow like I know that sounds a bit like morbid and stuff but we're not right and we get out and we run and we're really fortunate to be able to do so so I do think there's just a bit of we shouldn't take for granted what we're able to go and do today and tomorrow and then the next day hopefully but yeah um gutting for him and obviously yeah such a short life 24 I, I was like you I was like 24 surely that's like that's not right but you forget it's quite sad as well when you think about it because um Obviously, his coach passed away as well. And obviously, big commentators have mentioned about the coach, but the general public, general people, because they don't know his coach, he hasn't really been mentioned about or spoken about. He's it's the same man, he's the same human, he's the same from the Kenyan camp. It's, it's just really sad. Two people lost their life and from a car crash. It's just unbelievable. Really, really sad news. But these things happen. Yeah, they do, sadly. Um, I can see loads of comments, people talking. Is there anything in there? Yeah, well, we've got Mick Brain saying even all. Hayden's in for a quiet night tonight. I think it means because Mr. Ford is not around. Don't worry, Tobes here. You might <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah, they're just as bad as each other, but Tobes a bit more quiet. He's like a quieter assassin. We've got a message from Gary Howland. He's a good friend of the show, actually. He said he wants a bit of advice on getting back into running. He's struggling mentally. I reckon Toby might be the best place to give him this bit of advice. I was thinking the same thing, but I don't think I am. <laughs> I, I, I think to be fair i think i'm still struggling to get back into running but I've, I've luckily got people around me who say we're doing this race why don't you sign up for this race so yes yeah, so i was out from was it about the 10th of december literally no running until the first week of jan something like that first second week and then yeah it's been a sort of real struggle from there to get the motivation back and even before that temp i wasn't really running a lot and just trying to get back in mentally and knowing i'm not where i was I think is the big thing and it's understanding and, and not beating yourself up about the fact that, you know, we, you, that you're not doing those paces and those speeds that you were, but you can get back there. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it's literally taking it a day at a time, a few runs at a time as well. I mean, I, I was doing sort of three runs a week when previously I was doing five or six. Um, so you're not, you know, you're not tiring yourself out the whole time and booking in a few races, whether they're just local ones or, getting your mates to go and run with you on a Saturday or, or a Sunday just gets you out the door. Um, I mean, I'm quite fortunate as well because we've got all the cup, all the clubs. So, you know, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, I'm out in a club. Um, I'm just trying to be curious. Well, there's a com- I, I haven't even read the comment. All just I can see is 40 runs. We'll ignore it for now. But yeah, so it's just that, it's that thing. If you can find people locally, it really helps you to get out together, find them on the clubs, um, but just take it easy and take it steady. I think, to be fair as well, I think put marathon training aside for obviously London, Manchester, Brighton all coming up. So people are in plan. So that's motivation itself enough. But if you're not doing one of these races, this is a real tough, crappy time of year to get out. It's still crap weather. It's dark at night times. It's 
It's just not that, you just don't get that feeling, that buzz. That's not just running. I think that's everything. Just getting yourself out the door to go to work or take the kids to school or whatever. You're just, just not feeling it. Whereas you wake up on a June sunny morning, you just want to get out there. That's all you want to do, whether that's an exercise or just a walk. You want to get out. So I think it's not all just down to running. I think a lot of it is, it's just the way our, it's the way our country is as well. It's so miserable, the damn weather. It drives me insane. Horrible. It's been, been raining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but- did you feel differently because you were away last week, weren't you? Mm. Like, did it make it easier to get out? Because obviously you are you are in a plan and you're training, but like just that bit of sunshine, the lighter mornings, I'm guessing easier. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it did. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's yeah, it goes back to the point. I thought answer my own question. Yeah, it did actually. The thought of thinking I've got to go for a run soon, even though I was, I was even though people don't believe me, I was working during the day. So even though that thought of like I've got to go out a little bit later. I was almost looking forward to it. I didn't mind because I knew that summer's out. I couldn't wait just to put just a T-shirt on, just my shorts and just go out rather than base layers, rather than coats and lights on and everything else. That, just the thought of all that just that mentally tires you and wears you out as well. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that was the case. The, the issue I had was the fact that we're on the other side of the world and I still I wasn't there for long. So you had a little bit of jet lag and that, that takes it out of you. It makes you feel a bit tired. So sort of counterbalanced it. But no, going back to your question, yeah, definitely found it easier to get out in the sunshine. Yeah. Well, look, Gary, be kind to yourself, I think, is the most important thing as well. As Toby said, don't put your pressure on to think you've got to be running. The paces, the distances, all of that stuff you were before. Um, and if you can, I mean, the community on Facebook is brilliant as well. Like, I don't know whereabouts you are um, located, but there will be plenty of people, I'm sure, in that community that might be near you that you can get out and run with as well, maybe meet up at a park run with. So, um, so yeah, because... Races and things can be expensive, which is what we're about to start talking about. Leads us on nicely, actually. Actually, can I just address the one question? Terry Lambert, I want to know who's brave enough to do this, because I think it could be a good a good idea, a good suggestion. But Terry Lambert just kind of a comment saying, the best thing I did, Gary, was delete my old Strava and start a completely new one. That way you won't fall into the trap of comparing yourself with your old, invariably younger self. Good luck. Would any of you ever get to that point where you don't want to think about how good you used to be well, let's just delete the Strava and start again. Oh, I think it's good to stop comparing yourself. Yeah. So I think I think, but you you'd always have it there mentally. But I think it depends on depends on the injury and how long you're out for. I guess from from my perspective, um, with that, but I think it's a good suggestion because you do naturally start wanting to look back. You know, how often do we do the same races? And like we must, me and Simon finished Buntingford this last year 30th of december and immediately we finished searched what did we do it in last year and and you automatically compare so it's a good way of stopping yourself doing that i I like that suggestion my question is why the need to start a new one if you've got the kind of confidence to go i don't need this right because you kind of know how you feel you know what your times are do you need to download it again or can you just go do you know what i'm just going to get out there and i'm going to run and i'm going to know that i've run enough to feel good right because you know when you've pushed yourself you know when you've had a nice easy run you know when you've been chatting away i mean do we need it at all that's <laughs> <laughs> brave that's brave and there's ultimately yeah. for me I, I i need it i just i need to look back at it. i need to refer to it not to see how fast i'm getting etc it isn't about that at all it's just it's not even comparison it's almost it's a record like some people keep a, re- a running journal and they write things yeah. down for me it's just doing that in electronic form i'm not looking i don't I very rarely, very rarely look back on my Strava, but if I did, I wouldn't be looking back to think, I wonder what time I did at that race there. That is, for me, we have this conversation all the time about an everyday runner. And for me, an everyday runner is going out and just running. When you start looking back at the same race a year ago and you really want to compete and beat that time, then for me, you're competing. And when you're competing, does that take you up? Is that moving you towards the outside range of an everyday runner? I don't know, but I'd say that's a different conversation. But for me, competing against time whether it's yourself or someone else that's getting that, that's that's just not something that i do as a runner i absolutely don't but i still need that record of what i've done but not to not to compete just to look back on just just to know at the time yeah. i don't think i'd ever delete mine i was saying I, I go i can go weeks maybe months without looking at strava it, my watch just does it it uploads it it does it i very i don't really take anything out of it but I do. I will like, do what you're saying. It's like, if I had a race that I'm going for, I go, "What did I actually do last year?" And that, where you know, it kind of see where I am, but I'm not. I don't go and analyze every run or anything like that. So I can go months and somebody go, "Did you see this so and so did this on Strava?" I'm like, "Not really. I, I haven't really logged in." It's not. 
If, if people want to follow you on Strava, Ty, what, what is your handle there so they can go over and follow you? Mine, uh, yeah. for the uh, underscore runs, I think. Yeah. It is. <laughs> okay. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case I want to find it, yeah. Uh, Gemma, I think that's Gemma, actually, Gemma Pedler, um, who's just said that she likes to remember her faster times. She said, I'm proud... Um, I'm very proud, but I know I'm never going to get back to that. And I'm just glad to have, get, I'm just glad to get out these days and give myself different goals. So I think that's also important, Great isn't attitudes, it? Yeah. Time well, after Wednesday. What did she do on Wednesday? She was putting a lot of effort on Wednesday. <laughs> they all did a lot of effort on Wednesday. Good old platform yeah. Wednesday nights. Um, but going back to what we were meant to be talking about, which is exploring the rising costs of running. Um, it feels like there is a constant conversation around ballot prices, um, like ballots for races getting more expensive, race entries getting uh, more expensive, um, the cost of shoes. Uh, people, I remember when I first started running, were like, oh, running's pretty free. And like, pretty cheap, it's free, isn't it? You can just get out and you're like, actually, Running gear is expensive. What clothes do you need? Do you need lights? Do you want Strava, the apps that you use? So I've got a question. How much do you guys reckon you spend a year on running? That's impossible, isn't it? Yeah. And it depends what year it is. Some years you're going to go. Are you including races in this as well? Everything. Because the is that. And, and I don't think, I thought about this earlier and I thought, I don't even know if I can give it a number, right? And I imagine, it, look, it can be as cheap as you want it to be because you could be wearing a pair of trainers you bought a year ago, right? You don't need to have a pair of trainers every week or every month. Um, but, sorry, I can just see these lot. Um, yeah, you don't. You don't need to spend loads of money, right? You don't have to enter races. You don't have to go in all the ballots. But... There is this kind of like people do want to do it. So do we, firstly, do we think the cost of running has risen since you started running them? So if you look back at the last few years, go on, Ben. For me, 100%. Yeah. I think I, when I first started running, I would, I mean, I'd have just chucked on an old pair of trainers and, and gone out and stuff. And I think the more... The more I got into it, I've looked at, started looking at shoe rotations and and things like that, and then started entering races. and And I think you know, I'm a I'm a big advocate of of the social side of uh, of running, as as people will know, and I'm sure they'll see it when we're in Paphos in a couple of weeks um, that there won't be much running. But I think that for me is where where the cost has come up. Is I I'd certainly do you remember that first time I came to Hartford and I think Tracy had me signed up for five races within, <laughs> within half an hour. Um, so, you know, and, and that, that for me is where, where the cost has come from is, you know, looking at races, but then it's the all round experience of it as well that I, I struggle to put a price on. Sometimes I saw mixed comment um, in there about hotel prices for Newcastle, yeah. GNR 100% a mix. It's not just, I think since the ballot, it, They've probably got worse since the ballot came out, but I know there's a group of us from Hartford that book um, a well-known chain. I won't uh, <laughs> won't start slagging them off, but we booked that in November when I think um, the when you've got the membership and for two nights we've paid I think four hundred pound for a double room eat. Like that is it's crazy money, and that over the space of three years has gone up by about a hundred pounds. So things are generally getting more expensive, but. Yeah, I think the the further into running, it's not free sport. Whoever said that was lying. Yeah, I think to an extent, uh, it has got so much more expensive. None of us can deny that, but so is everything. You go to the supermarket yeah. and you, you see how much everything's costing. But I think a lot of it does come down to how much you want to spend on it as well. Mm. There is, obviously, if, you, if you're not going to do any races at all, then that side of things is absolutely zero. You can, we can all be honest, we, we could get by with one pair of trainers. And even if we've done a lot of mileage, change them every five months, six months maybe, so maybe a couple of pairs a year. Pair, as I think Chris has done a video before about it, about going to decathlon and getting a pair of shorts and a top. So you, you can keep it to a budget. The problem with a lot of it is, is it's this hype and wanting not to keep up with other people, but you want to be involved and do other things. And the races, obviously races for me, is what's cost me an absolute fortune. But again, you can look around. I think Adam Drew in the comments just said now, so we go back to a mixed point and, and yours, Ben, about 400 quid for a couple of nights. I think he just said he paid, he's got a hostel, lockable hostel in um, Great North, 79, uh, seven, 
Cabernet's Hostel, £79 for two nights in central Newcastle, four or six bunk rooms, lockable storage, and keep all your belongings there. That's what he's booked. I think if you want to do things on a bit more of a budget, you can. Um, but I think a lot of us get carried away with it and we just go with the flow, myself included, and you just become silly. For me, it isn't even much so much the shoes. I don't go through a ridiculous amount of shoes, but mine does all come down to races and travel. And it's not even just the races. As you said, it's the travel. A lot of these races now aren't the London ones. They're expensive in themselves, but I'm lucky enough to live down here so I can go to the race in the day and come home. Any other race that's up and down the country or outside of the country, you're looking at flights, looking at hotels and yeah it adds up and it really, really adds up. Yeah. Ty, what about you? Where do you think your biggest expense in running comes from? Because races. <laughs> 5K easy. in Chicago. <laughs> My biggest expense in racing was when I did a, it was a one round the Lee Valley. I can't remember. It started at the um, White Water Centre, but this was probably about 10 years ago. And I bumped into this stand that had 40 runs on it, right? Before that, running was so cheap. I had one <laughs> pair of trainers, yeah. I went to the Nike outlet store. I think they cost me 50 quid. That was it. That was my running and maybe the outfit. Maybe I was in for 100 quid, right? And then I bumped into this 40 run stand. Ever since then, the cost has just spiraled out of control. It's just absolutely mad. So there's only one place to really go. Sorry that? So your biggest expense is Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can I sue him? Checking up to... <laughs> I'm going to look into it. I'm going to ask Wilco, legal advice. Can I sue Chris for making me spend a load of money on racing? Um, I mean, yeah, there was one race last year, but it was a lot expen more expensive than others. Um, Fun if I actually can't. So I try and book hotels early because you, you kind of get, hopefully get a good deal. But normally all the hotel companies know before you do dates and all that sort of thing that, you know, so the price is really up. I actually, I forget what I booked though as well. And I went on to my hotel's account the other day and realized i have one book for chicago this year what but i cancelled it so i always get them cancellation early because you can always and hayden made a point of this i think it's chicago last year's yeah. actually a week or two out if you've got cancellation in your hotel double check because all of a sudden there are some available that are a lot cheaper because they're trying to fill the space where other people are cancelled yeah. um but to my uh yeah i think about 900 quid for that for three two three nights in chicago when i booked that last year so I cancelled that, which I'm quite pleased about. But Booking.com now have wised up to that a little bit now, haven't they? I think when you go on now, there's like they give you two different rates. One's like a good rate if you book and pay now, and yeah. that cancelable rate you're talking about, where you can, like it's like an extra like 150 quid or something. You're like, yeah. what do I do? Do I pay the extra money in case I want to cancel it, or do I just pay the full amount now? So I think they've wised up to that a bit as well. Yeah, it is tricky, and it's really tricky because you you. you do these things so far out don't you it's like you, you can't really commit to them at the time and especially if you don't know you got the place at that point either yeah so i didn't get a place in chicago not that anyone knows of anyway um <laughs> so um so yeah so cancel that but i mean that's a that's a big expense um i mean but the cost of rate races in general are definitely going up and i've noticed that kind of you know, where where I'd kind of fill up my calendar with London races and say, luckily, sort of close to London, it's in and out in a in a day, half a day, depending on the race. Now, I actually consider what races I want to do because it was all right. You know, when they were maybe 20, 30 quid a race, do you know what I mean? It's, you can kind of do it. But now, 50, 60, 70 quid for a race in London, you're like, it isn't sustainable. And is it worth it? Yeah. Do you know what? I think, I think you've just pulled up a really good point there. It's not always about is has the cost gone up? This is expensive. It's more a question of, is it worth it? Are we getting value for money in these races? Like we'll go back to Chicago. And I think it was Gavin just now in the comments. He's, he's priced up Chicago for this year for two people. Only one of them running. I think he said it's come up at four grand with flights and stuff. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I totally agree. But if it comes up at, I don't know, it's all relative to it, different people. If yours comes up at a thousand pound and suddenly you're going to have the absolute best time of your life. And it's going to be like a holiday. And you're going with your wife. You're having a few days away. You're going to run an absolute unbelievable marathon. And you get everything else involved. Who's that expensive to? Is that, is, is that expensive or not? I think it's just so relative. And it's such a difficult question to answer. And there's so many different permutations about it. But the, the ultimate overriding thing definitely is the cost of everything has gone up. Yeah. That's I am much to do about that. I think Gemma makes a really good point as well, which is like, obviously we've touched on trainers and race entries and, and all sorts, but, um, and travel. But Gemma said like, 
she doesn't uh, spend pay out lots of the races or expensive trainers and her biggest expense is actually parkrun travel so parkrun's free obviously but there's still the cost of traveling there and the post-run breakfast it goes back to your point then that actually for a lot of people it's the social bit and that's where the cost comes in so you don't have to have a 200 pound pair of trainers right we know this you don't have to spend 250 quid to be able to run on a pair of shoes you don't have to have the latest watch or or whatever it is but um people run for different reasons and i think the expense comes in in different ways there are very few people i know that just go out run on their own don't use it for either socializing racing do you know what i mean like for those for their own mental health etc so um alfie dickinson alfie dickinson just said yeah, great question what price do you put on your health great question yeah. Yeah, it is a great question. And say, oh, that's the thing of all of it. I think Wilco referred back to it earlier on as well. I think Wilco's in listening. And he said about, he used to spend a lot more money over the bar in the pub on a Friday night or a Saturday night instead of going out running. So I suppose it depends on what you want to divert your money to. And Alf makes a great point. A lot of people are doing this purely for their health. Yeah. So whatever that costs you, that's, that, that's ultimately got to be priority and the most important thing. I think also as well, going back to when I was saying, it's dependent on what you want to spend on as well. You can do cheaper races, run through to be fair. They do some fantastic cheaper races. Active Training World, they do some, they do some great you know, cheaper races. And again, what Gemma said, Parkrun, Parkrun's free. So it is only a 5K, but it's still a race environment. They're still getting out and meeting people. It's completely free. If you want to be a lunatic and travel around the world and do it, like the guys are out in Amsterdam at the moment and stuff, yeah, it's going to cost you extra money. But again, it comes down to it, it is a matter of choice. That, that's entirely up to you. Yeah. And if you, do you think, like for me, so super halves, obviously with that, it's local, it, it, I say local, but, we, you know, within Europe, if you tie that in, I think with a city break, actually then you're, you're getting a weekend away as well as the run. So that social aspect, again, I think to Gemma's point, you know, we do the park run, like it's it's quite nice to travel sometimes, but actually it's not just traveling to run. So you can justify it a little bit more that the cost isn't just running, you know, we've got, Hayden, I think you're coming to Prague, aren't you, this year? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, like I'm going with Rachel and we're going Thursday to Monday. So we've got, you know, three, four nights in Prague. So do sightseeing. Yes, there's a half marathon. It's great. Look at Paphos. We've got a half marathon on the Sunday. We've got four nights there. So I think, you know, for me, that's how I justify the cost is it? it's a weekend away here. It's a weekend away there that, you know, to Wilco's point, that I'd have probably gone away to Prague with Rachel and we'd have been in, in bars all day and all night and spending the money there. Probably still will be, just saying. But that's you know. like for for Christmas, um, my wife got me a nice week. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Weekend away in Madrid. So if it had been just a weekend away in Madrid, I would, I would have been like, that's brilliant. That's nice going for a long weekend. Then I realised there's a half marathon involved. Again, but that makes it 10 times better for me as well. But I would have spent the same money going on that weekend to Madrid away, probably. The, the, the half marathon was thrown in. I'm, I'm not actually quite sure how much half marathon was, but about 60, 70, 80 quid. But that just enheightens that whole experience. I might have spent that 70, 80 quid and us doing a sightseeing tour for the day, going around the whole of some sort of regions of Spain or something. So I think if you are going to, but if you're that sort of person that goes away traveling anyway, the fact of blaming the running for being expensive is a little bit harsh, I think. Yeah. Um, Wilco, actually, who's listening, said something in here, which was that, um, I think there were a couple of good comments, actually. He said about putting money away for every like mile he runs. I think he said 50 pence. Um, in the comments of that yeah he did he said 50 pence a mile in a virtual piggy bank every week so that pays for his races sunglasses trainers whatever it is that he's he's looking to do which is um i think someone else has said that before it's quite a nice idea isn't it because look money is is different for everybody and like what, what one deems expensive might be what somebody else deems really reasonable right so 
But I think having that pot that you can then go, right, I've earned this by getting out and running. It keeps me motivated and it keeps me going and I can use it on running. So you're almost paying, paying yourself back, aren't you? Um, it's quite a nice idea. So I think that's the thing. It's, it's, it's got two sides, though, isn't it? You've got the motivation to get out, to, to earn that money you can spend on the races. As long as you're very strict with yourself on it, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't be. I'd probably end up going, well, I kind of thought about going out. So <laughs> does that mean I can have a fiver in the pot? But, um, but yeah, if, you know, it gets you out, you know, back to the question earlier, first thing is that well, how can I motivate myself to get out? Maybe, maybe that is one of those things, you know, that Wilco's put there is that give yourself that, that bonus from doing it. And yeah. then you can put that towards the race or, or the trip that you want to do. Yeah, yeah. brilliant point. I'll just see Gary Howland just commented as well in the comments um, saying he's looking at Lee's marathon. It's going to be £72 after booking fees. That's, that's really punchy. 72 quid for I know Leeds is gonna it's an awesome marathon, but it was the first one last year, so it's only the second one. 72 pounds that is that's well, it's more expensive, I think, than London Marathon. I believe so, but again, this goes back to what we were just saying earlier is it you've got your cost, yeah, stuff's getting expensive, but what price do you eventually put that cap on and go, yeah. no? And then you know, and I think until people do that, race organisers are kind of going to creep it up, aren't they? And it's just a given that every year something goes up. I wonder what price Leeds was last year. If anyone knows, let us know in the comments. That'd be interesting to see, like a comparison year on year, and see whether we think that is justified. So if last year it was fifty quid, for me, twenty-two pound per person over what, twenty thousand people, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't see where the justification was. It'd be nice to know where it was, but if anyone does know, yeah, let us know how much Leeds was. Last year, it's good to get a direct comparison. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, it's cost £22 a person more to close the roads the second year in a row, right? Like, That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, there was another comment as well, which I thought was quite nice, which was around volunteering. So a lot of races, actually, if you volunteer, obviously, one race, they give you an entry. So, like, whether it be active training world, do it, don't they? They do, yeah. Here at a race, um marshal or whatever it is you're doing then the next you can get a free entry into one so that's quite a nice idea as well because those races can be expensive but giving your time back and and allowing other people to get out there and run safely um is a really nice idea so i thought that was a good one as well that if you are looking to save a few pennies if you can get out there help some other people run and then uh yeah is anyone else looking at comments on wanting really wanting to do the chattanooga half yeah, I'm like, where's Chattanooga? <laughs> yeah. I think Carl was from Atlanta. Was Carl from Atlanta? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, but is Chattanooga in Atlanta? Is that somewhere else? We need to find out. It's a lot of money, $105 to do a half. You know, exchange rates come back. <laughs> <laughs> or just volunteer to pace, right? I think that's, um, I think to Sabrina's point, my, you know, my cousin, I think you've all, he was in Chicago with us. Um, he Which was... One? Uh, the speedy, the one. real cousin, the real oh, cousin, yeah, the real, the real, not the one that surprised that surprised uh, Sabrina, but he was he was struggling, like genuinely, you know, he's he's a, a a wannabe actor or you know budding actor, so he's struggling to for race entries. You know, prices have gone up, and I actually I said to him, I think it was from uh, Jatilla's idea. To be fair, I was like, why don't you look at run through or something like that and actually volunteer to pace, because um, you then get you're running it and then you get a free free race entry and yeah i think he's he's loved that and and actually probably doing more races than uh, than i am now so yeah yeah love that oh so chattanooga is in tennessee oh chris would be in his element if he was here now i'd be getting really excited he'd be signed <laughs> up by the end of the show he would absolutely <laughs> love that yeah but he can't get on a flight for that long <laughs> he did he made new york though but this looks like a two and a half hour drive from atlanta well yeah tennessee it would be so that sounds really interesting really good Carl, if um if chris can fly into atlanta will you take him over to tennessee with you for two and a half hours in the car and dump him there and leave him there yeah. <laughs> one way <laughs> one way yeah again we go back to the point as well earlier someone just said in the comments as well it cost me zero pounds who was that it was Knock on scum, scrum green. It cost me zero pounds to run in the park today. Mm. And that goes back to it as well. I was saying if it's getting more expensive, it is if you want it to be. Mm. And we can go back to, we haven't really spoke about, touched on your Stravas and your runner um, apps like this now. So again, it depends how much you want to develop your running. Do you want to get coached? It's going to get more expensive. Do you want to download one of these apps? It's going to tell you basically how to run or not how to run, just give you a sort of more of a structured plan. 
um, then it's going to cost you money. So I think if you want to spend money, you could absolutely just frizzle away as much as you wanted to. If you don't want to, I think you can do running basically for free. Yeah. I really do. I just, I just think it depends on where you are on the spectrum, what you want to achieve from it and how much you want to be involved in it and how much of it you want to be part of your life as well. Yeah. I, um, I don't have an issue with some of these things costing money though, right? Because for me, people have to make a living. Okay. So like if you're, you're a coach and it goes in, in any way, you're a football coach, or a rugby coach, a running coach, right? Giving advice like you've you've kind of trained you've got qualifications you've got expertise right and people pay you for that for your support right it's a service i'm okay with that and whether that is virtual through an app or whether it is face to face with someone i think that's perfectly acceptable to say we're providing a service it is an individual's choice like all of this whether you choose to do it or not um can i say <laughs> well, I, I wasn't just on the show tonight but for any of you who exactly. listen to a podcast you don't realise Mr Fordy just keeps commenting the most stupidest comments and he won't let us speak we thought we had one peaceful night but now he's talking about me having baby sunbeds he's talking about one <laughs> being cheaper than biking and it should be banned he's talking about all sorts of rubbish we just can't get away from him I don't know if running is cheaper than biking I'm going to put it out there no because once you got the bike that's it right that you, you've got your bike and you've stolen a helmet yeah yeah <laughs> and a saddlebag don't forget yeah. that the faster you can ride the more you can still oh, no we can't condone this sort of stuff <laughs> no um although police but, happy so interesting so i thought i'll bring this up interesting point and no way financial advice at all given here so my a lot of my trips away that like i've done to a broad marathons have been um uh amex points yeah. avios points stuff like that so again if you're looking at doing stuff like that you collect, you know, if you get the right cards, you can collect. So my flights to various, uh, somebody put a comment on earlier about how much was my trip to Tokyo in total. I mean, couldn't really tell you in total, but the hotel, I think, for two weeks is about 600 quid, something like that. And again, it's that thing. I kind of made it into, I went for two weeks. I made it into a trip away rather than just a race. And the flights, I think, I used uh, got Avios return flights and reward flights. Um, so I think overall, they're only a few hundred quid. So maybe grand, 1,500 quid. Do you get what I mean? So fly to the other side of the world, spend two weeks there and do a marathon. I don't think it's particularly bad. But it's just another way you can think of things and how you can save money by doing stuff. And kind of... It's a lot of money to go for a walk, though, isn't it? For what? It was, it's only half a walk. <laughs> oh! I was trying out the Jeffin approach. And, and I, feel, me. I think just see the point from Oliver Gatz, actually... I think it's saying pipeline should have a look at. I think that's an absolute fantastic idea. So it'd be amazing if volunteering at Parkrun when you get to like your 50th or more, certain milestones, they're giving teachers, this could give you discounted race entries. Or maybe if they could team up with races and have one free race entry to things. Sort of reward volunteers in different ways, like your run-throughs do, like your active training role. I think that'd be... Well, especially as Parkrun linked with Vitality. Yeah. It happens to put on a race. There you go, the synergies for that. Yeah, that would be, or, or at least, that, I know they do give park runners. If you are a park runner and um, you get a discount Vitaly occasionally, don't you? It comes up that once a year and you get it for really cheap. But they could make it, if you're a volunteer, that you always go for that price, something like that. That'd be a brilliant idea, Oliver. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, what's Lindsay just said as well? I always feel a bit sceptical when race organisers say trees, not T-shirts. I'd love to know if they do really contribute to planting trees. Uh, uh, you know, we probably would get in trouble, but I think that's absolute a load of old crap. There is no way that that's what they do. They just save more money. Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. You should be able to ask them because there's there's verified companies that do sort of the tree planting. If that makes sense. So in theory, you could ask them who they use. No. Yeah. I saw someone come back with the Leeds Marathon as well. They said they thought it was sixty quid last year. So that's a twelve pound increase in a year. Uh, uh, it's still, it's a fair bit. It's a fair bit of money. It's what 14, 13, 14 percent increase. That's, 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 I think that's quite a bit of extra money actually for a year, for a race. It's still in its early years, only in its second year. That's a little bit strong. How much is somewhere like Manchester or Brighton? I'm just trying to think. Like as a comparison, well, 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 well Brighton now has obviously gone right up because it's run by London Marathon Events, so they've got the whole shebang. But you do get a bit more of an experience. I was speaking about this actually with Mel, who runs our volunteers for Forty Runs. And she was saying, like, with Brighton, people are giving it a lot of stick and stuff. But if you volunteer at Brighton, you get all the perks that London Marathon events give you. And they do give you a lot of perks and a lot of other stuff. Whereas some races, 
I, just, I know some give you one race place and stuff, but they don't give you anything. So they have got a big bandwagon behind them. So that's why they charge loads. I think Manchester is really reasonable. Well, Ben's I'm, in, aren't you, Ben? I, yeah. So I'm just, uh, excuse me while I just check my emails to see how much I paid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hold music. Uh, yes, if you could. Aiden. What's that? Hold music. Apparently, this is your area. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm too lively for hold music. No. So, have you? So, since you started running, mm. what would you say is the sort of thing? Would you say that when when you started, you used to buy sort of like more clothing and shoes at the beginning? Have you kind of? Do you think it's something you've got over, and actually? now you find that you don't spend as much money on those or you still in a, a point where the new shoes out, you've got to have it. I, I think there's definitely almost like, uh, if you can look on the chart, I think there will be a peak. And then I think you will steady out a little bit, maybe come down a little bit. It's almost like getting that bit of experience. You, at first you're going to get excited. You're going to get carried away. You're going to get faster. You're going to get more into this. You're going to have more gadgets. You're gonna, but then you're going to get to that point where you've been running for a while where you know there's no real point in getting that. There's no real point in doing this. I don't need more than five, six pairs of trainers. I think you get a bit more sensible. So maybe long-term, the whole run, not running, it's, it's almost like personal psyche, isn't it? It's like, I think it will get cheaper or it will maybe like even itself out. Whereas in your early stages, same as anything, you're going to get excited and carried away. And want I, think, everything. I think there's also like trial and error, isn't there? So in the early days, I remember I bought like different pairs of leggings, right? Leggings for women is and I guess, well, we've seen Chris try and run in leggings and it's awful, falling down every two seconds. And he's just like, wait for me. We're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm doing up my leggings again. You're like, <laughs> Honestly, like on a main road. <laughs> um, but stuff like that, like for women, it's really, everyone's different. Everyone will tell you where the best ones are, right? But it finds, it takes some time to find what actually fits you well. Sports bras, expensive. Clothes, like you guys must find, like there'd be shorts that fit really well, some that don't, some t-shirts that, you like that you don't like right so i think and ch- shoes i remember having trainers that were really uncomfortable um you just like oh actually i've spent 150 quid on those and i just don't like them at all so there is like de- super blast absolute terrible pair of shoes i love them no they're not they're awful i really like them i I'm didn't pay- mine. <laughs> i am i'm telling them what about those vapor flies that haven't come out of the box for two years i'm waiting till they're, they're antiques and then i'm gonna sell them <laughs> Have any of his running shoes come out of the box? Oh, I found quite expensive as well. And it's not for myself. So at Christmas, I bought Louisa a few bits and pieces or something. And I before she wanted one of the, it's not a running bra or such. I don't know what you call it. It's the running top, just a short vest top. They're an absolute fortune. I'm glad we don't have to buy them. They're not cheap at all. You get like Nike ones of them. They're an absolute fortune. What yeah. a ripoff. It's hardly any clothing involved in it at all. <laughs> absolute ripoff. But, Oh, we've got Dawn Brighton saying she pays £73 for Manchester. Is that correct, Ben? Yes. So it was so I paid, yeah, 67 plus about a £5 booking fee and I'd missed the early bird. So I booked mine after London Ballot came out. So they were doing the early bird up until just before that um, on there. So, yeah, about seven. But I, I, I didn't I didn't have an issue paying that for that because I think it's similar price to, um, to London. Hmm. I wonder if... So it must be hard to price up a marathon. So if we go back to Leeds, I'm not picking on Leeds. So on their first year, I wonder how you almost price that up and set set that limit. That's, that, that can't be easy to do because it seems like I've got a feeling Brighton's around the 73, 75 pound mark. Yeah. So it's looking at Leeds, Manchester, Brighton, they're all around that sort of mark. And I think attendance at all of them, roughly there and thereabouts the same. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're all just almost copying each other or that is, we're not being ripped off. Maybe that is what it costs because... Out of all the companies, they can't all be ripping us off. So well, maybe fair to them, that is what it costs. It's either that's what it costs or they've gone, that one's doing it. So we know yeah. they're still filling up, they're still selling out so we can afford to do it for the same price and see what happens. Because mm-hmm. there's got to be a standard price, right, for closing roads and, you know, doing things like that. That's yeah. where I... Can't be because obviously Lon- London costs an absolute but, fortune, we know, to close it. Yeah, Not but that's London where... Right. Anyway. But you'd think that there would be, right? Yeah. Which is where I can't get over one of our races down at the big half. Why suddenly last year that jumped up massively in price from where it had been to that point of where I looked last year and just had, and I not got uh, a cheaper entry. I just, I wouldn't have done it. because so I was just like, it's not worth that. Yeah. Do you think races are hitting that point now though, where people are actually now more considerate about whether they're going to pay it? Yeah, for me, they are. So like, I won't enter, well, 
I haven't entered a 610k this year. So what I've done it the last two years, I think. Definitely the last two years. Yeah. Um, I haven't entered this year. I refuse to pay the 70 quid or whatever it's coming out to, nearly. I'm like, I, ca I cannot justify a 10k for that amount in London when I've done it twice. I love running around London, but I'm not doing it. So for yeah. me, yeah, there's a point at which I go, no, too much. That's. Are you more, does that make you more choosy about what races you're doing? As in, do you, would you necessarily, would you get, look for like the better value ones or would you go for particular races you enjoy? Oh, good question. Uh, I think it's a bit of both, isn't it? But probably the better value, I'm far more like aware of, are they doing early bird offers? Do I book now? So like Winter 10K, for example, I think after last year, they gave you a week people that had run it last year got a week to sign up for this year's race. And I think it was like 30 quid, um, which I paid for versus it was then, I think after a while, like 40 quid or 45 quid or whatever. So I think those things I'm making more use of going, Oh, actually, right. Let me do that now. Um, yeah. Rather than paying there, there is definitely a limit. I'm not paying 60, 70, 70 quid to run a 10 K. I can't. Al Dickerson's has made a good point as well. And it's something that's topical with me. So I'm looking at doing a triathlon this year. And my friends talked me into this one. It's at the end of June. And was going over it when I said, yeah, do you know what? I'm in. Let's do it. He said, it's not cheap. I went, yeah, well, what is it? Like, it's 200 quid. And I was like, <laughs> that is like, when he says it's not cheap, I was thinking, yeah, it might be 100 quid. I said, 200 quid to do this triathlon. Yes, it's in London. But I was like, that is really steep. And that's what Alf just pointed to. Triathlons aren't cheap. And I think, bike, I can't remember how much we all ended for ride. I can't remember how much that was. 100 quid. 100 quid. But there is there is a point here because obviously yeah. I, I like cycling. A <laughs> hundred miles of closed roads. Hundred and four. One hundred and four. Sorry. Hunt, you said one hundred and three. Where's one hundred and four come from? Ben. But I'm going for one hundred and ten. I'll take on a detour if not, just to make sure we get it. We go McDonald's. Um, but you know they, they do have to close a lot more roads but i say it is still quite expensive um the triathlon is that the one at excel yeah the london one yeah because again it's like but there's no lo road closures there really no. there's a couple of local private roads around excel that's it i suppose you have got a bit of extra safety within water and they have motorboats and guards and stuff for that i'm sure um 200 yeah. It's, it's a lot of money. You say, well, I suppose it proves the point. It's not. It's not just the running, and but yeah. I think it has everything. You know, we all know that prices of everything have gone up. I mean, we do it. We book hotels with work quite a bit, and it's like even we've noticed in London, you you can't get a cheap hotel, even on a Tuesday in the middle of the week. They're it's just true. not there anymore, and obviously that knocks on to people's sort of social lives as well. It's yeah. scary though, right? I looked at a duathlon, um, like in Dunstable. Um, so not far from me and it, that was an ATW one and I think for maybe a, like a 6k run or oh, 10k run before and a 6k at the end with a 30 mile bike ride it was something like 60 70 quid and I just thought I was like why why do I want to pay that to put myself through that hell um, but I, I, I just I don't know I just didn't have a concept of how much it would cost and to see that at that price I was like wow that I can do a marathon for that yeah, that's why I think when we start looking at this, it's almost a little bit harsh to pick on running. Yeah. Um, with regards to all this, because I think any sport we do, I used to play a lot of football, and don't get me wrong, I think we used to pay, we used to work out about £10 a game in the end over the cost of the whole season. We used to get your kit for that and everything else. Yes, that, that was cheap. And I think when you get team games together, obviously the cost becomes a lot cheaper. I think any sort of individual sport, you go try and play golf. You go and sign onto a golf course, it's an absolute fortune. Go and hire a tennis court somewhere. Yeah. It, it does cost. These sports do cost a lot of money. And it's the same thing. Tennis, you might say, oh, yeah, well, the court's £18 for the hour, 20 quid for the hour. And you think that's not too bad. But then again, you've got to have a racket. You've got to have the shorts. You've got to have the top. You've got to have the sweatpants. You've got to have the tennis balls. You've got to have, you're still going to have gels. You're still going to have water. You're still going to go through the whole rigmarole. So I just think it's a way of life at the moment, no matter what we do. And sport just seems to get the, it's just more highlighted, isn't it? Especially with us, because we all like to moan. Yeah, well, the other thing is, you did just say something really interesting, which is like, it's team sports tend to be cheaper, right? Because the cost is, it's if you need a court, you need a pitch or whatever. Um, 
how many races are we've had it for a cycling thing actually but i don't know if many races do which is if you enter as five ten of you you get a discount that could encourage more people to do it as well right sign up with your mates five of you sign up you get 10 percent off or whatever um so well, you, can, you can actually to be fair that's quite a good plug because you can do that through the 41's website because we've got partnerships with people like active training worlds and we've got codes where you can get is even as an individual 10 percent, 15 percent. i think it's 15 percent off active training world actually that's yeah. because we've got the group the 41's group so if you're part of us and you've gone there i think the code actually is 40 runs or 40 runs running or something um but yeah it, 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 you can get there and i think that would be good for more races to almost promote that i think the problem you've got is the ones we spoke about tonight uh manchester uh brighton all these ones they're not easy to get into so it's almost like they don't have to reduce the price. They don't have to give you a discount. Why would they? They can sell it out no matter what they do. Same as London Marathon, really. We spoke about it before. I think it is around about 70 quid or something. Yeah. They could easily put it up to 150 quid. Would they get less applicants? Probably not. Nope. So it just comes down to morals and their ethics and what they think is fair, really. And we have to almost suck it up. Yeah. Yeah. See, if we do a group booking, though, Tobal book it because he needs his um, Amex, Amex points. points. Right? <laughs> well, you know, I've got places to go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like Chicago. Yeah, well, the pattern's a good 5K, right? I've heard that. <laughs> you get a good hat. It is a really good 5K. We did have someone talking about um, Beachy Head, so it's much cheaper. And at the end of it, you get a jacket potato. Oh, and a sausage roll at 21 miles. So, I mean... <laughs> no, this is so ridiculous we spoke about this before beachy head marathon tobe this is your race all over it's hills it's like grass it's terrain sausage rolls jacket this is your race i can't believe you haven't done it yet does, does it involve running i think a lot of people run i think you have to run walk it oh a bit like tokyo then yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've had some practice <laughs> it's a good training block <laughs> honestly this is a perfect race for you Tom. I can't believe you ain't done it yet I really can't I might look it up when is it October I think. sign him up I haven't really got oh, much on this your birthday's coming up I might get you an entry for your birthday it's a great birthday yeah, no need for that brilliant <laughs> no need. and if you book it on his Amex he gets the points as well yeah, yeah. I probably have got the details for him at his Amex somewhere Sounds this good. This is it. I'm going to pay for your own birthday present with your own card. Wait, this isn't a great idea. We've got a little joke just coming saying exactly backing up what we just said. The problem coming from everybody is wanting to pay for the most popular races. Hackney Half, that's a great example. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute fortune. And every single year, well, we know how packed is Hackney Half. It's an absolute joke. They just, they could can, they can put the price up by another 20 quid, I reckon. They still sell them places. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The thing is with Hackney, though, they do this similar to uh, what the winter run do. So they do their early bird. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as you finished it, you can get early bird. I think it's, I want to say, £37. Sabrina, correct me if I think did. And, and I, actually, as much as I was like, oh, when I saw how much it had gone up to the previous, I was like, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of guilty of with Hackney. I love doing Hackney. It's yeah. it's a really nice one, really well supported, and I think thirty seven pound for a London half now actually isn't too bad. But once you get out of that window, like to Lucio's point, it does go up to the well, it must be about around sixty. Yeah, I think, I think which I wouldn't pay sixty to do it. So it's always the hottest day of the year as well. Always, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like South End. <laughs> If you want to plan a barbecue, actually, there's <laughs> two weekends you guarantee good weather. Hackney half weekend and then South End half. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Plan a plan a barbecue for that Sunday. You want to go out with your mates to the pub beer garden or whatever. That's the day. I'm telling Brilliant. you. Yeah. Um, so another question would be, will be with the marathons as well and all these sort of races. We do circle back to it quite a lot is, would we be all prepared to pay less but to get less out of the race, i.e. no medal? no t-shirt so let's just take a real so let's say south end this year it's normally 50 quid and they said this year there'd be no t-shirt there'd be no medal um we're going to cut back on basically everything no warm-up at the start but we're going to make it 20 quid would that bother you or affect you no but i don't think they ever would i think no. but well i think it's that thing that they would do it and i think some races have done it with like the medal and stuff and it's optional hampton court for example is an optional medal yeah. Um, I think you get a mug, don't you? Yeah. When you finish, and then the medal's an extra five or something, but that's still fifty-five quid. Something exactly. Like. So my point is, I bet I can't remember, but I bet last year it was fifty-five quid anyway. And this year they're saying, yeah, it's fifty-five quid, but if you want a medal, it's an extra fiver. So yeah. they're not reducing the price on that. 
they're just <laughs> they're just trying to make more money out of it, in my opinion. But I'm, I'm just thinking of the fact of would I like Asics is a good point. Would I go and run there and have no medal and no t-shirt, and it only cost me twenty five quid? Probably, yeah, I would. Yeah. 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 What do you do with the really? What do, other than I think even with even with the marathon, yeah, it's nice to have the medal, but I think I've done them. The three marathons I've done, it's about what do I remember from it? Is the experience after it? The medals are in, like, yeah, I, I will eventually with those get them, you know, on the wall and stuff. But like Asics, I've done. Ben, this is blasphemy. You can't. I know. I'm so like, sorry. Medals in drawers. It's but, <laughs> but equally, with like the Asics medals and stuff, they just I finished Watford half. I genuinely I went to Sainsbury's afterwards, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to walk in Sainsbury's with a med like with that route, like just the Watford one. So I chucked it. Your my pocket no no no. just because i was like oh it's dangling <laughs> but i'm not going to see that again so would i pay less and not want a medal yeah i don't think the medals bother me too much now no i think it's i think you especially the more and more races you do you say you get it's like there's definitely certain medals which you keep and stuff i mean after i found my Tokyo one about four months later. There you go. <laughs> I couldn't remember where it was. Um, I thought, oh, that's the bag I've left. It's so small. Pocket. Probably lost it down the back of the city or something. It's tiny. Yeah. It's what compared to. Um, <laughs> what, what would you say? So if you had to go out today, maybe tomorrow, because it's a bit late, isn't it? <laughs> and buy, you had no running stuff. What would you say the entry cost into running would be? If you had to, had nothing, you had no trainers, no shorts, no t shirt. No watch. I mean, would you get a watch? Or what, what would you say that basic and entry cost was? I think Chris, I think going back to Chris's video, I think, think Chris get fully, fully kitted out, a bit over the top as well, kitted out for about 85 quid or something. Yeah. But I think that, I think he like, he didn't go really, really cheap on stuff either. I think, you know, he wasn't like, well, no disrespect to him, it wasn't even decathlon. I, I think it was Start Fitness even he maybe done it with. I think he got quite a few bits, but obviously the watch is slightly bit of an issue isn't it because you're you're stepping up but when it comes to trainers socks shorts top and that i would go i reckon 85 90 quid i reckon yeah. 100, under 100 quid you could have trainers like shorts or leggings top socks sports bra whatever you could yeah 100 under 100 quid i reckon you could do it easy yeah, yeah. and that'll keep you going for six months and that's not a pair of trainers that are going to like kill you that's a decent pair of trainers mm. do you know what yeah. i mean like that'd be half your budget on your trainers or a little bit yeah. more and so you can go out and spend just under 100 quid on, or say you spent 75 quid and all of that, then you go and spend 75 quid exactly the same just to do an Asics 10K. <laughs> Waste of money. It's bad. Is that it's your lead? It's the races that are costing us the money. When we keep looking, everything we've referred back to tonight, we haven't really like, almost said like any bit of equipment. Okay, I said about the sports bras are a bit expensive. But then aside, we haven't really said like, oh, if Chris was here, it'd be slacking off all sorts of companies where the different tops that they cost and they wear but we haven't really spoke about that at all that isn't that bad it is ultimately for me it's the races that cost yeah. the money racing and travel yeah because i think with with the with the equipment and stuff you do shop around and you've got that whereas with the races there is just that you know if you want to do the race because you're going to get fomo right you pay you know to all the points if you want to do it you're going to do it and you'll pay that entry fee there's no choice kind of if, yeah. you, if you want to do the race um yeah all right well look i can't believe we made it to an hour <laughs> got, in, got into a bit of a rant there um <laughs> thank you very much everybody for your comments uh, questions etc um obviously please do drop us an email at the long run show long run show at gmail.com if you've got any uh, comments um and or questions that you want us to pick up on um leave us a review over on spotify apple all your kind of podcast providers thank you again to sketches for sponsoring us and um, head over to sketches.co.uk uh and i think that's everything from us we will see uh see you on well christmas see you monday night for bite size at eight o'clock on youtube and then we'll be back again next friday night um thank you for having a good weekend see you soon see ya. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 